Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave Single with a ten-piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave Single, Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's six o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Friday, Steve Sipple, Jake Swords in the early break, full show ahead. We are uh, you know, getting closer and closer to media days, which means we're getting closer to the season. We're almost below 40 days, but not quite there to kick off. You have a nice Dupolo on today. Yeah. If you're looking on the, on the video stream, Sip has a brand new, very white ticket polo on. Yeah. I also have a white shirt on it. <laughs> For the people who aren't, we watching. are asking for coffee to be spilled in our shirts, just like that. Yeah, because it's just it will pure happen. white. It'll happen. Yeah, yeah. I can't usually wear white. You don't see me wearing white very no, often. I don't. White anything? Nope, not very often. And a lot of that is because of spills. because you know what's about to happen when yeah. you take a bite right. of a sandwich or drink some coffee. All right, this is not going to be. Mail it in Friday. We never mailed it in. We've never had, never will. I don't think we have. We haven't tried to. Uh, I don't uh, think we're on. Well, go ahead. We do have the TVs on in studio. Nice. We were watching live golf, the Open Championship at St. Andrews round two. Uh, Tiger Woods is on the wrong side of the cut line right now. I saw this morning the projected cut is three over. He is seven over. Ooh. And just about finishing up his front nine. So won't won't probably be as a weekend for Tiger Woods, barring a miracle on the back nine or the cut coming back down to him if he has a good back nine. But no matter what, plus seven where he's at one right now, no matter if he finishes there, that will not make the cut for sure. In case you have just landed on Earth from the moon or some galaxy, Tiger Woods is playing with a surgically repaired right leg. Right. He's limping. Yes. His gait is off. Yeah. Now, it's not a, it's not a taxing course. No. Um, not like Augusta. Right, that's very hilly. Not like where they played the PGA Southern Hills. Yep, in Tulsa. Where they played the PGA Championship. Those are taxing. Look at you. Yeah. Look at this. This is this is, this is good stuff. I love it. Look at Sip with his golf knowledge over here. Those were the courses. Those were hilly, taxing courses. This one's not, so I don't know what has gone wrong with Tiger. <laughs> He doesn't play much golf. <laughs> he plays like six times a year now in tournaments. Six. Yeah. That's it. Mm. Can't really get momentum with that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Tiger, if you look at him, his, you know, he's hitting the driver okay, but he's not hitting any irons close at all. His wedge, is that right? His chipping has been off, and his putting he hasn't made hardly anything. So, And the first hole of the day yesterday, he hit a, a good drive in the fairway right into a massive divot. Really? Which... 
caused him to have a bad second shot. He ended up making a double bogey, and that set the tone for the day for Tiger Woods. But, again, right now he is 7 over total uh, as he approaches the the back part of the uh, front nine. In terms of the leadership, still Cameron Young has not teed off yet. He was 8 under par yesterday. But right behind him are a couple names you should know if you're a golf fan. Scotty Scheffler, the winner of the Masters, is at 7 under par. He is out in the course right now. And Dustin Johnson, who departed for the Live Tour, is also 7 under par. Hmm. Rory Spe- McIlroy, six deep, has not started his round yet today. Speaking of the Live Tour, this is a perfect transition to to what mm. we're talking about. Yes, it is. With Big 12, Big 12 Media Days. Yes. We go from one money grab to another. Yes. Um, one topic, one, or let's say this, one group of people that are completely driven by money live tour golfers that's right to college football which is become completely driven by money yes by the way we sort of dropped the ball away yesterday how did we drop the ball commissioner brett yormark addressed the addressed the media and we kind of broke it down and we talked about we talked a lot about yesterday how he wants to make the big 12 a hip um, yeah a, a hip and young what? and hip young and hip uh-huh conference and he's talking about gearing media social i mean i probably social media tv broadcast etc you're not going to hear many commissioners say we want to win a championship we want Hmm. to we want to take care of our student athletes and we want to be very very academic oriented um we're not going to talk about anything like that we want to make sure we're Viable TV partners, <laughs> um, because that's where the money is. Right. That's that, okay. and we don't. We're not going to hear a commissioner say we want to preserve our rivalries. Um, they don't care about their rivalries. I mean, what, what do they care about that? Well, why? Well, they obviously are, are going away year by year in college football. They point. are not all of them. No, not all of them. But they, but rivalries are going away year by year throughout different changes of conferences, though. One of our favorite coaches, Mike Gundy, Mike Gundy, I even, Oklahoma. I didn't even State. have to Mike prompt Gundy. you. Go well, ahead. that's because I know the topic because I yeah. set it up. Uh, yesterday, yeah, Mike Gundy was speaking at, at Big Ten Media, Big Twelve Media Days in Arlington, Texas, at Jerry's World, one of your favorite places in this world, right? You love Jerry's World, don't you? I do. Yeah, big. Big stadium. I do like big it. TV in the middle. Yeah, the TV, high def TV. Listen to me. I sound like I'm. We're. It's 1995. It is a gorgeous place. Well, as you know, Oklahoma and Texas are going to the big or the SEC as of 2025. That's when they will join the conference at the latest. Yes, at the latest. So there is a little bit of confusion, a little bit of difference in thoughts about the uh, about Bedlam going forward, the Oklahoma Oklahoma State rivalry as both Coach Brent Venables Oklahoma and Mike Gundy talked about this. Uh, this is what Brent Venables said about Bedlam, SIP, at Media Days. He said, quote, It is an incredibly important game. It's got a long history and tradition for over 100 years. Regardless of where the schools have been, it's important from a foundational standpoint. You've got to have some hate in your heart for your rival. He would like to keep the rivalry going, however they may, with, with the change in schedule. Uh, Mike Gundy says this, Sip, quote, Bedlam's history. <laughs> <laughs> 
Bedlam is not going to be Bedlam when they leave the conference, referring to Oklahoma. So he goes on. The, fu- the f- Gundy. Gundy goes on. The future in Bedlam is a year or two left. That's the future of Bedlam. Bedlam. Based on somebody else's decision. Somebody else's decision. I mean, the decision makers, that in this case, Oklahoma, deciding yeah, to go to the SEC. To, to leave, right, yeah. exactly. To chase the money. That's right. To chase the money. To chase the money. And, 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 and in which, you and, know, I'm chasing money. You're chasing money. Everybody's chasing right. money. And Venables responded by also saying, for, for us, when the time comes, that's a tremendous focus in terms of Bedlam. Year-round in the state, it's important to so many people. It brings a lot of joy and a lot of heartache to so many people also. So, I mean, yeah, I, I guess I understand why they would both have different thoughts on Bedlam and, and, and going forward how the rivalry will go on. But, but Gundy's like, you're leaving. You are out of the conference. Yes, this is a tradition, but you're the one ruining it. You, Oklahoma, you don't get a place because you want to keep this going. You're the one that departed in the first place. So sayonara to yeah, you. That's fair. Whose side are you on? Uh, Oklahoma you wanting to keep it. Oklahoma State saying you, you left. No as, more rivals. As a relatively old man who longs for the way things were in 1986, where do you, where do you think I come down on this? You'd like the rivalry to stay, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State's a great rivalry. It is. And, and eye-popping one side. Yeah. Eye-popping in its one-sidedness. Oklahoma 90 has won 90, <laughs> lost 19, and tied seven times in the series. I, 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 could, I, I, I had to do a double take on that. Yeah, they lost last year to make to get that 19th loss Good. to Oklahoma State. God, see, see, that's what – you know what? I, I harbor that in myself. Good. I harbor that because Oklahoma is jumping. Now, I hope the text line says, hey, get off Oklahoma. They're, they're doing what you should do. They're positioning themselves like Nebraska did back in 2010, officially at 2011, but it all, the ball started rolling for Nebraska to the Big Ten in 2010. Oklahoma's merely doing what Nebraska did, mm-hmm. positioning it itself for the future for to have a solid foundation be in a solid situation Nebraska did not keep any rivalries going when they left the conference though they did now there's no in-state rivalry to have for Nebraska in terms well, of well Nebraska yeah. Nebraska State it doesn't exist right and well they could have the played. rivalry with Oklahoma died when Nebraska left it had already it already had been compromised yeah. it had already been compromised in the Big Twelve, when they went to two divisions, when that was right. two divisions, yeah, absolutely. But, um, yeah. So there you go. I, I, now, I, now here's the thing: yeah. there are rivalries out there still. Florida, Florida State remains a rivalry, right? Yes. As this article on CBS Sports points out, Kentucky, Louisville remains a rivalry. Nobody pays attention. No one cares about that. I, Iowa, 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 Iowa State remains a strong rivalry. Yeah. The Cyhawk, very strong. Those haven't those haven't ended. There, ha- there, of course, have been rivalries that have they're going or have gone by the wayside. Texas, Texas A&M have not played since the Aggies joined the SEC in 2012. That's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. You talk about hatred. That is, that, yeah, pure hatred there. There's, there's ones that me and you don't think about so much. West Virginia lost traditional rivalries with Pitt and Virginia Tech um, after the Big East folded. I, I do – I have watched – 
hit West Virginia. The backyard brawl, right? I think that's what it was, was, yeah. And I thought that was intense. I don't ever remember thinking, ah, I want to watch West Virginia, Virginia Tech. Maybe you do. No, no, I I don't feel that way hardly ever. But, yeah, that was – that was a fairly big – the Oklahoma-Oklahoma State situation was a fairly big storyline out of big 12 media days. Who do you, who do you think in that, in that regard that people side with more? Well, it depends where, where I'm, you're So, I'm, so let, let's, let's attack two sides of what Gundy's saying here because you could say, number one, he's being uh, – he's just being proud, say, hey – we're the Big Twelve. You left. We're not playing this anymore. Or you could say, "Hey, I'm not. I don't have to have a you know a good chance to loss by not playing Oklahoma anymore." There's two different sides. It could be I'm proud. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to protect the Big Twelve and those teams that are in here and play other teams outside of you mm-hmm. for our non-conference. Or you could say that he's being smart and not having a really really tough non-conference game scheduled. If that's the way it would go. What do you think? I think it's a combination of both. Yeah, I think it's pride it's, and not having to potentially lose a game to a really tough opponent. Get that? He's he's saying that, okay, if you're going to have a non-conference game, we don't need it to guarantee it to be Oklahoma because it has always been a conference game. And if I'm going to have a tough schedule yeah, and I'm going to have yeah. one non-conference game, why is it going to be this impossible right. game? This right. very difficult game. Yeah, we're, we're 90... We we had We've to play you. We liked playing you. We had to play you because you were in the conference. Mm-hmm. Now we don't have to play you anymore. Yeah, but you got it. That, yeah, that's it. There's two sides to the Gundy right. thing. Right. Well, uh, I see one. I see one. I'm saying why that, play Oklahoma? Why do you play Oklahoma you, now that they're well, leaving? It's like you want to play us. We don't have to play you anymore because he could say that that could be a proud a pride thing saying we stuck in the Big Twelve. You left. Okay. We're okay. not playing you. The other side is also I don't want to play you because you're a good chance at a loss, and I don't have to have that anymore. That's the side that I okay. see more salient. Okay. That's more salient in my mind. And I think there's a, some res- there's obviously resentment. Here's some text coming in on the text line, 402-464-5685. Corey in Lincoln, our Corey, says, F them both, I side with neither. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, Corey, I, okay. Thank you. That's right. very helpful uh-huh. there. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, we want some joy now. This is sports. Let's have some joy. Let's hear, here's some joy on the text. Uh, here's from Joe in Boulder, 61-year-old Joe. Hello, Boulder. Joe. Uh, he says, when Texas A&M left the conference, I really was hoping they would keep their game with Texas as a non-conference game because I love college rivalries. If Oklahoma was willing to do that, I would hope Oklahoma State would honor that. It's again, yeah, it's, it's a hope. same principle, though, right? Texas, Texas A and M. That's a that's a hell of a non conference game. That you that yeah. as a coach, you have to contemplate. You're putting a lot of energy <laughs> into that. Yes, for a game that doesn't have any impact on your conference standing, it's a lot of energy. Yes. Those are high energy games. All it would be is yeah, just a nice non conference win at this point. Yeah. But it, it, sucks saying that about that rivalry, but that's what it's going to be, right? And if you're if you're if, have designs on chasing the national championship and you can only afford one loss, I I'm looking for something a little easier. I'm just saying. Now you don't have to, you don't have to play it that way. But I don't think Texas A and M's in the position right now as a program, nor is Texas. I'm saying right, we'll take all comers. John Cook's in that position at with Nebraska volleyball. We'll, we'll play. We'll, we'll play whoever, whenever, wherever. We'll whip you. But that is not what the position at Texas A and M is in. 
or Texas or Oklahoma or Oklahoma State. It's, they're not programs like that. They have to worry about losing and being pushed out of the title chase yep. very early. Yep. That's why that's, that's how I respond to this, too. Uh, I'd say to this text, what's stopping them from playing the first game of the season every year? Well, well we, we just said we it. We just said it right there. Yeah. Now, that does that sound cowardly? Mm, there's different ways well, to – there's different words you can attach to that. You can also use tactical. Realist, it's a realistic yeah. concern. Mm-hmm. A win, yeah, that, that sparks you the right direction. A loss, your season's in big trouble off the bat. It's just it's not better over. when it's a conference game. Come on. Exactly. Uh, more from the text line here. Let's see. Uh, John says this. Good morning, Jake and Sip. Do you think Oklahoma fans feel the same about Nebraska leaving the Big 12 as Oklahoma State feels about Oklahoma? Probably. Big 12. Probably. Not, not as intense, though. No. Because of, you know, proximity. Oklahoma State, Oklahoma is intense. It's not intense. I can talk about this with a degree of credibility because I've lived it. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State is not as hatred-filled as Texas, Texas A&M. I've seen few rivalries that have that much hate. Texas A&M, Texas. It is a, it is a sort of a. Mm. I told you when I went when I started covering when, when we when Nebraska went into the Big Twelve. Me and Ken Hamilton went down and did stories about all the new members, the new Big Twelve members, and the way the trip went, we happened to go from. Texas A&M to Texas and that was a bad that was a you it gave me a taste of how bitter the hatred is because when I got to Texas and I was telling Texas people I came from Texas A&M the the reaction was always they kind of looked down they they didn't ask you how your trip went to Bryan College Mm -hmm. Station they didn't care they didn't even hardly acknowledge that you said it that's when I really got an idea. And then when, you were in, when I was in Texas A&M, me and Ken Hamilton, we double teamed it. It was the same thing. Where, you got, where are you all going next? We're going to Texas. Oh, That's what it was. And, and then if you try to engage them in conversation, hey, what, what do you think we should do in Austin? I don't know. Whatever you do, I don't know. It, so it became clear, man, these people, these people do not like each other. It wasn't, oh, you're going to Austin? Say hi to so-and-so. Yeah. It wasn't, oh, you're going to Austin? If Whenever I go to Austin, this is what I do. Where are you guys going next? Austin? Oh. No. Well, no comment. <laughs> no well, let's get, our, let's get our day started here, you know. Yep. It was, if I did it again, I wouldn't even tell them that because I think it probably, I don't know. Yeah, you just knew that there was something not right there. Fat Phil, which is what you want. That's what what Venables refers to. You got to have some hatred in your heart in a rivalry. Yeah. Do you hate Iowa? Do people hate Iowa? I don't like Iowa. Do 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 Nebraska fans have harbor that hatred in their heart for Iowa? They don't like Iowa. I can't speak. They really hate Colorado. Nebraska fans hate. I cannot speak on hatred. I know they don't like Iowa. Those Colorado fans hated Nebraska. They still do. They come by and flip you off with your tailgate shows. They do that, and after Colorado won that game, there were men my age, your age, grabbing their junk and pointing at Nebraska fans. I saw that. Yeah. In 2019. Yeah, in 2019. Unbelievable sight. <laughs> it happened. Grown men yeah. grabbing their junk, mm-hmm. pointing at Nebraska fans and mocking them. That happened. That's a real story.
in I way, in, in I mean thousands. Yep. <laughs> Fat Phil says I stopped caring about the sanctity of rivalries when the Big Twelve ruined the Nebraska Oklahoma rivalry. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, okay, this is an unnamed texter. says, don't you think that after the playoffs expand, the rivalry games could come back? Because if you would lose it at the beginning of the season, you could still have one conference loss and make the playoffs. Perhaps. I don't know how it's all going to look. What are we going to? My neighbor stopped me the other day and said, yesterday, last night, and said, hey, what's up? Are we just going to two big conferences, a federation? Federation. Um, yeah. Is, it, is, that, um, is that what you're hearing? Or maybe three big conferences. And then what? Do we even talk at that point about winning a conference championship anymore? Is it even called a conference championship? The The federation championship? (laughs) Then then we don't have to we don't have to talk about how Nebraska hasn't won a conference championship since nineteen ninety nine because there won't be a conference, it'll be a federation. Right? All this stuff. Just, How do you feel about that? It's it's annoying to me. It's annoying to a lot of people. He's a banker. He's a forty something banker, and he's a young. So he's a younger guy. And I kept saying to him, "Hey, you sound like an old man. Stop." Ah, uh, Sip. I mean, what do you think about the transfer portal? Uh, I mean, it's ruining everything. Um, I I kept saying you're a pretty young man for for talking like this. Pretty young. Well, he can be pretty wise though. Yeah. You know. Well. Yeah, but that's that's an old man take, though. Those are old man takes. I hear a lot of old man takes out there regarding this all. Uh, Buffet Sun has an, an angle on the comments from Media Days by Brent Venables about the rivalry and wanting to keep it going. Yes. He says, it's easy for Venables to say, yeah, we want to play Oklahoma State, knowing the Cowboys would say hell no because of hard feelings about leaving the conference. I bet Oklahoma wouldn't necessarily want Oklahoma State on the schedule every year either. Well played, Texter. Yeah. yeah Ven- Venables probably thought that out. He probably did. That was he knew he knew. He was I mean, he knew Bedlam was going to be a discussion and he probably that was that was scripted to a large degree. And or well thought out. This is how we handle this talking point. Corey is back again. Okay. On the text line. Yeah. He says, I hate Colorado and I hate Iowa. Missouri, too, actually. Mm. Hate. What, Corey, what about Kansas State? Did you ever, did that ever bubble up in your hatred, hatred mm. element of your college football fandom? Did you ever see, did you ever see hatred from Nebraska yeah. fans? To, like, yes. Actual hatred for yeah. Kansas State? I saw, I definitely saw it from the other side. Yeah, I, but I'm saying about Nebraska. Oh, I think there is some of that. Yeah, I, I'm sure Kansas State I think started, Nebraska. I've never de- yeah. denied that. I think it started bubbling up a little bit when Kansas State was going good. Uh, okay, Wet Blanket is in the text line today. He says... Uh, All our friends. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. So he says regarding Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. He says they, sh- they should keep their mid-November game. The SEC plays an in-state rival then anyways. Alabama plays Samford. Florida plays Stetson. Georgia plays Mercer. Where I come down on it, Wet Blanket, is if Oklahoma's going into the SEC and we're talking about how Oklahoma is is going to be in trouble, right? Texas for sure. of vipers. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what – that was a Barry Trammell line, I think. Yes, it was. Stolen by me and brought to these airwaves. He stole it from you? No, I stole it from him. Do you think Barry Trammell would steal anything from me? (laughs) 
<laughs> the great Barry Trammell is lifting my material. I heard this on Lincoln Radio. <laughs> the Denimite. I just had no. to make sure I heard that correctly. Oh, no, you're talking about a very reputable columnist versus one who's barely hanging on. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> yeah, Oklahoma. Now, hold on. What? Oklahoma's going into a den of vipers. I don't know why. So you want to play a mid-November game. Now, if you're, I'm thinking, thinking about it from this from Oklahoma's angle. A mid-November game, what, sandwiched between Auburn and, and Ole Miss? Sandwiched between Alabama and Georgia? <laughs> I mean, is that what we want here? No, I, don't, I wouldn't want that. I mean, no. Am I, am I talking out of both sides of my mouth? No. I would like to see him in the same conference playing Bedlam. Now, when you remove when you remove one from the the Big yes. Twelve equation, I, if they if they're not going to play, I understand it. That does, that choice was made. Yeah, that choice was made by bye bye Bedlam. Right. That's what. That's Gundy. Yeah. Bye bye Bedlam. Bedlam's over. That's what he said. Bedlam. Yeah. Mike Gundy says Bedlam is over. It's got one or two years left, depending on when Oklahoma actually makes the move along with our friends from Austin. Our our friends? Good friends. Yeah, that's all right. Friends. Yeah, I wink wink. Mm. Winky winky as you would say. Oh, I would say no peaky. Uh Corey said he did hate K State. It's simmered down since we left the Big Twelve for some reason. Okay. Thank you, Corey. Um Corey, I like Corey's uh he's uh spicy Fat fan. Phil says I'm pretty sure Clemson and South Carolina play each other every year, so it's possible to keep high-caliber rivalries on the schedule. Yeah, it is. But think about that dynamic. Clemson doesn't r- really worry about South Carolina too much. And South Carolina probably doesn't worry about beating Clemson too much. It's, it's not going to happen. It's just an L. Let's move on with our next week. <laughs> I don't know. No, that's a good – That's there, there's some that we, – we covered that. There's some that survived this, right? Um, but, I mean, Jake – all of the shifting, realignment, expansion, it's there's certain elements of college football that made it great that go by the wayside. Now you hope some spring up, some new ones spring up to balance that. We don't know what that what those are because we don't know what the final we don't know what the final look is gonna be. Right. I hope there is a final look. Like when somebody asks you, like my neighbor last night, hey, what do you think about USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten? I say this. I love it. I love the 16 teams right now, as it is. But it feels very temporary. Yep. Right? It's temporary. Who could deny that, by the way, that it's, it's temporary? Will it even make it to how, – how long are we talking? Will it make it to the 2024 season? Yeah, before we have another team jo- – two teams two joining, teams possibly. Joining? Now – if it's Notre Dame and Stanford, I still like it. I like the configuration. I don't know. I trust the Big Ten in this. I tr- I, Jake, to, be, to put a positive spin on this, I trust the Big Ten. I trust them because of what Trev Albert said. We are trying to add like-minded institutions, institutions that fit our brand, and I can tell you, Steve, there aren't many of them. That's good. I'm glad there's not many of them. I don't want a rando in there. Who's a rando you'd put in there? In the Big Ten? Yeah. You put Iowa State in there, yeah, rando. Like Kansas. Mm, they just think, won a national championship yeah, in basketball. basketball. I know. 
I, I, well, I, I don't call them rando. Fine. If it was Notre Dame, Wake Kansas. Forest. <laughs> yeah, rando. Rando. Yeah. Or stick a freaking ACC team, another ACC team in there. NC North, State. Ugh. North Carolina. Uh-uh. No. Those are randos. If if you put Notre Dame, Kansas, now pe- people are going to say, well, what's the difference between North Carolina and Kansas? Well, because Kansas is in, in, in the footprint. Kansas has some ties to us. Um, to me, it's not rando. It depend- I'm just glad, the bottom line is without going further in this because people can pick this apart. I'm glad that the Big Ten has a very small list of teams it would add. That's good. I, I'm curious what that. Again, yeah, of course, everybody's curious where, the, where that list starts and ends. It I mean, starts it, with it Notre starts, Dame. Okay, yeah, starts with them, but, <clears throat> but how? Where does it end? It's on? Washington on the list. Is is Oregon on the list? Yeah, I mean, I I always take for granted that Oregon's on the list. That Notre Dame's on like, the if list. If you were able to add Notre Dame and Stanford, are you done? Say that's <laughs> it. We're we're capping 18? at eighteen. We're done. No, we got our teams. No, we're not, set to go. That's not a mega conference. I think a mega conference, the definition is 20-plus in my mind. Well, then you get to federation. Well, federations. I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't think movement's done, but we'll see by the end. How do you win a 20-team conference? I don't know how you win a 20-team. You become Ohio State. No, 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 no. no, no. How do you – what's the schedule? I mean, you're not playing – like, what's a conference championship even mean at that point? Because you're not playing everybody, Right. You don't play everybody every year, though, either. Almost. It's representative. This sure. would, there would be teams you're not even close to playing. Yeah. I mean, you, what you, would it mean? How many would you have to have? What would all, it mean, would it Jake? Be all conference games? 12 conference games? Yeah. Maybe 11 conference games in one non con? Well, that's still, you start. You, you, you pretty much would play. A, a, still 20 a, teams. A, a 10 team division. You. Pretty much would play or or pods. I don't even. I I have no idea. Is no. it a ten team division or is it multiple divisions? I don't know. I just know this. What was it? What, would we still call it a conference championship? These are things I can't answer. It wouldn't be the conference championship that we've always envisioned in our head, right? No, much different. My Mikey Kansas says the more I think about it, the more I like USC and UCLA in the Big Ten. It'll be a lot of fun to watch those California teams in snow games in November. That's what I've. That's what I told my neighbor. Yeah, I think it's cool. Like that's a. Come on, you're going to see USC. I mean, even just like Jake, USC in the snow. USC Illinois. Will, it will be sort of interesting to see that, right? USC's going to be in Champaign, playing in the snow. Yeah, or in front of no fans. Yeah, Nebraska's going out and playing in the Rose Bowl routinely. I guess, as it stands now, they're going they're going out to play in the, in the Coliseum routinely. Mm-hmm. USC baseball is going to be here all the time. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. UCLA baseball. Yeah, volleyball. Now they haven't. They're not powers right now. USC neither USC yeah, nor potential. UCLA. Yeah, they're potential. They have been, but they're not powers right now. Neither USC nor UCLA in volleyball, but still, that's pretty cool, right? Yeah, it is cool. I like. There's a lot I like about the 16 team Big Ten, but where does it go from here, and how temporary is it? Yeah, how how soon do we get to 18 or 20 or more? That's the big question. When, once the big domino falls in Notre Dame, then things might move quickly. Yeah, it's if big, it falls, if it if it falls. When we come back, Travis Fisher spoke last night on radio. What did he have to say? And also. Uh, A little open championship update for you next on Early Break on the Ticket.